What's up? Uh, another podcast here. Uh, you know what, dude? Podcast. I'm here with uh, Joe DeRosa, uh, comedian, uh, actor, director, extraordinaire. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it is the week after Tribeca Film Festival. Yep. Is what we call it. Uh, what are your <coughs> thoughts, Joe? It went uh, oh, great, man. I couldn't be happier. It, uh, you know, we had five screenings. Right. The movie killed it all five. Right. There was one where it did pretty well. That was the worst it did. It what? killed it four, and then one it did like pretty well, where it was like it was still like a solid fucking like it would still be a good audition set. You know what, what I mean? What was that? The one I was at. Yeah, the first one you came to. The first one. Yeah, I thought it did great, but yeah. it, I mean, it did. It was fucking great. Yeah. So. I mean, let's let's call. Now that the festival's over, and I have only three listeners. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. Um, Two. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it uh, it it was the it was probably the best film of our little series that we're in. I mean, it went. Some of those films were kind of depressing. Well, I don't think it was the best. I just think it was it was the the only one of its type. Do you know what I mean? So it, it helped it stand out a little bit. But, it definitely helped it stand out. Having you know. fucking really serious films. Right. Artsy type of shorts and then having ours. But the thing is, though, is, you know, this, there was funny shorts. Really, they were really good shorts. But ours, the reason why I think it stood out, too, you know, the thing I think that shorts run into is time, hence shorts. Right. We really packed a lot of shit in 15 minutes. Right. And we, we, we went to the edge. Of, you know, we took it the whole 15 minutes, which is what a short has to be. Some of the films were 10, 8, 12, or whatever the fuck minutes. But ours had a, a beginning, a middle, and end. We, kinda, we didn't leave you hanging with a bag floating in the air. And, you know, what do you think at the end of it, you know? Well, I just think that I loved all the other films. I'm not being diplomatic. I really did love all the other films. Right. And, uh... You know, and I loved ours too. And uh, I thought that um, I thought that uh, you know, ours was ours was a rapid fire thing. It was a certain type of comedy. It was a lot of there was a lot of dialogue. You know what I mean? It wasn't so much a character piece as it was a situational right. piece. So it was like you know, it, I, to, to me at least, that's how I see it. Right. Um, so I felt like there uh, it allowed us for a lot more punch humor. You yeah, well, I mean? yeah, it was funny. I mean, if once it got going, it started out serious too. Like people thought it was a serious movie, and then it really got. Once that fucking twist happens, it fucking started. It just was laughs the whole time. Yeah, it's, it was great. Yeah, Whatever, great. It's fucking great. Um, real Whatever quick, great. I, we're, we're, I'm, I'm recording this on the new microphone. The new. Uh, I'm trying to upgrade the podcast a little bit. Is the fucking setting on the uh, right setting? Yeah. Is the gain good? Yeah, it's where we were when we were testing it. Okay, good. I'm just checking. I'm Does just it checking. not sound good in your no, ears? No, it sounds great. It sounds great. You sound well, a then f- leave it alone. <laughs> Fuck off. What's the problem then? <laughs> I'm just checking. I'm just all checking. All right, all right. Um, yeah, I tried to upgrade the podcast a little bit. Bought a f- new microphone uh, that hooks directly into my iPad so to keep the uh, availability so I can do this anywhere. It's a so. fucking hilarious mic, too. It literally looks like, you know, and they're coming around the bend. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking, uh, it's called the Yeti mic. It's a Bluetooth microphone. Uh, it is one of those old crooner microphones. It does. Coming around the bend, we got Purple Onion. Purple Onion leaned up the pack. Purple Onion being trailed by Fall October. Fall October. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm so glad you couldn't think of a third horse. I couldn't. <laughs> you, I couldn't. you barely made third October came out of your mouth. Fall October. Sorry, whatever. Yeah, I, that doesn't even make sense. 
Really? <laughs> it just it's in the fall is October. That's all I can But um, I mean, the movie was a joint. I mean, we all agree that it was a pretty much a joint. I mean, us three really yeah. from, from front to beginning. It was just us. That was the most ex, uh, ex, not exciting, but you know that was the most rewarding part to me was was seeing the audience react so well to the three of us, knowing we all did this together right. from behind the camera to in front of the camera, right. and then also too like just when people would come up after and you know and you right. could just they were just reacting to the three of us, which made me feel good because you know we got our hands in all this different shit together, and right. I was like I, I'm glad that people seem like they'd like to see a little more of us as a unit. Yeah. It was, so, uh, so. I mean, in, in saying that, I have a little clip to play for the people at home the, uh, of what, you know, Joe really thought. Cheap, directed by Joe DeRosa. My movie, Please, my yeah, Exactly. It's all three of us, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cunt. <laughs> well, that was to be funny to I, you. I know, I'm kidding. That was, at, that was at the festival last night, the last showing. They introduced the movie, directed by Joe DeRosa, and I put the camera on him, and that's what you have to say. My fucking movie. That's, what, that's the voice in the back of your head. No, <laughs> you, it's, that's what you that say. far back. No, that's, <laughs> that's what you say to chicks when you're trying to get laid from this movie. Yeah, my movie. My fucking movie, you fucking cunt. Oh, please. The fucking, you weren't even at the one fucking screening when some guy raised his hand and goes... For your film, and I'm literally going, I, first of all, sir, before I answer your question, right. it's not my film. It's Robert Kelly, Bill Burr's, and mine. We all did everything equally. It was so diplomatic. You could feel the <laughs> festival people going, just answer the fucking question. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> That's good. Good for you. Good. You're fucking keeping it real, son. Yeah. You're getting Hollywood. But uh, we went last night. Uh, all week long, I mean, I went to two of the screenings. Uh, did I go to two or three? Two. Two, I think. I think it was two. It two. was three. I went to three. I went to three. I went to the first one, and then I went no, to... No, you weren't at the first one. Uh, I went to the second one. I went to the third one. No, I went to two. Yeah. Um, anyways, it was fucking great. Seeing a movie, you know, we sent this around to people and it was on the computer. Watching a movie on the computer is and by yourself or with somebody else. It, you can't laugh. You don't know. Right. It's not as funny. Seeing it in the theater was fucking crazy, man. It, even talking to Voss last night, he was like, dude, I was crying the whole movie. And, uh, and we had the whole gang. Colin came down, Voss, Bonnie, um, uh, Billy was there. Uh, Serpico and the whole Apostle team. Lou Wallach was there, one of the executive producers. Yes. Uh, and uh, the lady who played, what's her name? Emily Mitchell. Emily Mitchell. If We felt bad for her because she was waiting in comp lines to see if she could get a ticket to her own movie that she was in. <laughs> and we were, we were all in line with We tickets. got her a ticket. We had an extra ticket, uh, which was great. Well, uh, thank God we got a poor lady. I she didn't was know she herself. was coming down. She never emailed me back. So she I didn't, didn't think she was coming. And I, I even thought, like, I was like, does this lady hate us? She didn't even email me back about the announcement that we, that the movie's going to screen at Tribeca. And then, and then I saw her there, and she was all excited. And then we right. got that nice email from her today. So that was cool. I'm glad we were able to get her in. Right. She wouldn't have got in if we weren't if we didn't have that extra ticket. I actually, <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Yeah. Um, we, uh, I actually got a fucking, I sent the video up of uh, us in line, you know, us in some fucking, you know, it's, it's typical Facebook, Twitter fucking cunts 
you know, you, you, you know, you, you, you just want like, wow, that's great. Congratulations, blah, blah, blah. And you get those. But then there's one twat was like, ah, it's great to see you dummies in line like the rest of us. Uh, shut up. And then I, I emailed them back. I go, first of all, we were in the, uh, the, uh, film, you know, maker, filmmaker line. <laughs> your, I go, your line was next to us and they didn't get in. <laughs> But, uh, There's a funny picture you took of us standing out in line where in the background you see you see the back of Colin's head. I'm yeah. talking to him and you just see the back of his head and you see me laughing really hard. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember exactly what was happening What? with that because I told him, I go, hey, dude, I watched your, your HBO special last night. It was really good. And he goes, thanks. Thanks. Can you say it with a little emotion? Can you act like you care? Can you? And he started doing the thing where he bites his finger. I swear to God, Joe, I just fucking want you to act like you give a shit. You know? And it was making me laugh so hard. And I, it's it's just funny when you see something happen in the background of a picture. You're like, I know exactly what was going on. Yeah, he called me today and told me that. He goes, that fucking DeRosa fucking told me he saw my my HBO thing. And he was like, yeah, like a, he's a, he, like a, a zombie. He complimented me. <laughs> He goes, I see right through that fucking twat. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I wasn't doing cartwheels. I maybe was a little nervous about the fucking screening, uh, the movie that we did that I was going into. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Colin, that I didn't make my night about you. <laughs> <laughs> well, he had to leave, too. He, I, I, I kind of fibbed. He had to go to Jerry Seinfeld's birthday party, which was an exclusive party. Oh, he goes, he goes I got to go. And I go, why? And he goes, because Jer's dinner. And I go, don't. Call him Jer to me. It, I wanted to smack him in his face. <laughs> it was so Jer. It was so Hollywood. Oh, it uh, bugged me. Well, yeah, he had to. Uh, he had to go to Jerry's. It was like six people. Yeah, that was fun. I was. We were at the Broom Street Broom Street Bar having a fucking blast, drinking food, busting balls. He's at a formal dinner <laughs> with Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. Woo! That was fucking fun. How are you a comic? And the How is he the richest comic on the planet Earth? <laughs> what do you mean? Seinfeld. What do you mean? You think it would be the blast. You have all the money in the fucking world. You're the richest guy in the world. Why can't you let loose? Cut loose that's once. What a, that's what people with money do. Colin was at a thing where things could happen in your life. Guess where nothing's happening? At the Broom Street Bar, where I, we are. But we had fun. I, yeah. That's the that, thing. It's, that's, that's a sacrifice. Either you have fun, or you <laughs> fucking a boring douche. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> it's either fun or move ahead. You can't do both. Oh, Nobody's doing both. Oh, fuck. What about Charlie Sheen? That fucking guy. Winning. Yeah, that fucking guy slipped through some sort of fucking loophole somehow. Oh. Him and Robert Downey Jr., they came oh. up in a good time when you could just fucking blast coke and... Yeah. Suck a guy's cock and yeah. fucking be called gay. <laughs> Nobody gave a shit. <laughs> yeah. How about last night when the uh, there was a tranny in another one of the other films and... Uh, Who was hot. Well, let's She's a hot tranny. God damn it, Joe. It's a dude. It's a guy. She has a cock. I'm telling you, for a for for a fucking op, whatever you call it, she 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 was a good looking lady. Pre op is what they call it, actually. I don't know okay. if she was pre op. She was so convincing for a while. I was like, man, I wonder if this chick went all the way with Dude, this. She has a cock. Look, let me tell you something, trannies. Once you lose the dick, you lose the money. Nobody wants to fucking hook up with a tranny with a fucking dry pussy. Okay, <laughs> you're going with the tranny because she's got a nice fucking uncut. Fucking ten inch or fully hard. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! You're saying oh boy because you know exactly what those terms mean. Um, she, she. It's true. A tranny's not gonna. That's how they. 
You want to you make money as a tranny? You want to have a day job? You better have that fucking cock. And the balls. Not those little small tranny balls either. Big guy balls. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> you disagree? No, I just have nothing to say to add to that. Well, the, t- the, tr- <laughs> the tranny, she was hot, I guess, for a tranny. She came up to Joe uh, at the Broom Street Bar, and she said uh, she compliment- She was the first one to compliment you on your balls of actually taking your shirt off on film. Oh, my God. What a commitment that was. You had no problems with that either. Oh, we were laughing. She was laughing because I was like, I was like, yeah. I go, I know it looks awful, and I go, uh, I go, and that chick is smoking hot in the scene, and I go, that's the first thing I learned about being a director. Yeah, yeah. I'm a lump of shit. You, sweetie, get over here. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> dude, you took and you could see your ass crack too at one point, which the crowd, every showing, they must someone, someone. I know at the two I went to, someone went, oh, I just heard somebody go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then he came out, and at one point, your tit jiggled, your left tit yeah. actually jiggled. Like It it was like, you t- you have the perfect, like, 12-year-old girl tits, <laughs> just with hair. Yeah, I know. I have a video where I talk about that. What, your tits? I have little A-cup titties. You do, man. They make a girl feel at home. They jiggle, too. Yeah, they have they a nice do. jig I'm to a, them. I'm a mess. Uh, you are a mess. You have fucking rounded, you have rounded fucking shoulders. Yeah. All right. I'm doing. I'm saying. Look, I give you. <laughs> wait. Before you even jump on me, I get it. Huh. I get it. I'm with you. But I'm. I'm a little better than you. No, you're not. What? First of all, come it's in. It's the here. ridiculous. No, I lean back because I'm yelling. Because last time we all did a podcast, I kept yelling near the mic, and I kept getting yelled. Well, that's at. because it was Billy's podcast, and that's professionally done. <laughs> right. But that goes through a mixer with real microphones. You're I get the fucking big Corona, crooner Yeti microphone. <laughs> You're not better than me. Here's where we are. We're on opposite sides. I'll fucking take my shirt off right now. We're at, I, please don't. Please don't. We're at opposite sides of the spectrum. We're both in the same position, though. Right. If both of us would put a little effort in, we'd have decent right. bodies. Let's no, but let's, neither of us want to put the effort in. If I worked out a little uh, bit, if you worked out a little more, we would have. We would both be decent okay. bodies. All right, let's just say this, though. I'm closer. No, you're not. Because here's the deal, Joe. I have muscle under my fat. There's muscle under my fat. I could literally lose weight and I'd be shredded. I have abs. I have tries, buys, chest. I have muscle underneath this fat, you see, is a gorgeous fucking body. Underneath your muscle, wait, let's just stop. There's no muscle. There's not an ounce of muscle. You have a hard time opening a jelly jar. There's no muscle. It's bone and tendons. There's nothing there. So you would actually have to gain muscle. Which is harder than losing fat. I could have a really sexy, uh, you know, that, like guy that shows his pubes body that wears low cut jeans. Oh <laughs> I could be nice and wiry <laughs> if I would just put a little effort into it. I have, that, I have that joke in my act about the V cock ab. <clears throat> just that extra V ab that guys have where it just pushes their dick out a little farther. And they have no bush fat, so their dick is just looks fucking huge. Yeah. Uh, if I worked out, I'd look like the lead singer of the Black Crows. Just <laughs> no muscles, so he shows his pubes. <laughs> That's what you do when you can't have a six-pack. You're like, I'll show my fucking pubes off. <laughs> <laughs> do you, uh, did you ever shave anything? Have you ever shaved anything? Yeah, I, I buzzed down my fucking ball hair. I haven't, I haven't buzzed my fucking ball hair in probably eight months. 
Well, you're married. Well, here's the thing. The last time I did it, I was going to Vegas. And this is one thing you should never do. Don't ever trim your bush fat down and make it nice and neat. And then ask your wife, honey, does this look good? Is this too much? She went, what the fuck? Why are you asking me if your fucking pubic hair looks good? What the fuck are you doing this weekend that you're trimming? You don't trim your pubic hair when you're home with me. All of a sudden, you're going to Vegas for a weekend and you fucking trim your bush fat. Oh, boy. And I was like, exactly. I was like, ah, shit. What a fucking moron. That's like the time I was with Dane and his girlfriend. And I forgot that she was his girlfriend. And we were watching a movie and these two lesbians went at it. And I was like, oh, Jesus, I'd eat her fucking pussy. And Dane turned to me like, what are you, out of your mind? Why is that so bad? Because I, I said, I said, for, it was his girlfriend. So what? Dude, first of all, I revealed to his girl what me and him would be talking about if she wasn't there. And to me, though, and I don't know the girl, obviously. Uh-huh. I never met her, so I'm not knocking the girl. But to me, any chick... That's going to sit there and act like she doesn't... Re- doesn't. That's just make-believe okay, at that point. that's fine. It's but, stupid. Yeah, but you don't do it in front of them. You're not supposed to go... Dude, if you said, if you said, oh, I'd fucking eat her pussy out in front of my wife, I'd be like, dude, chill the fuck out, Joe. And my wife's cool. You know Dawn. She's fucking... She's a ball buster. She can take shit. She's from Boston. She's not a fucking, you know, a pushover. You know what I mean? She's not a stereotypical typical broad that's going to get offended, okay? Right. I mean, Christ, we wrote, she helped us with the, when we were writing the cheat book on how to cheat on women. She helped us with a couple things. Right. Okay? But you, if you said that to my wife, in front of my wife, I'd be like, dude, fucking chill out. Fucking relax. You I don't know. I would just laugh. I'd go, all right, there you go. I mean, I laughed too. I said sorry, but it was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that that's that. I'd be like, yeah, he's being a dude. Oh, no. A dude, dude watching a fucking lesbo scene in a movie. I love how that's not inappropriate. It's okay to watch the lesbians go at it on TV, but if this? somebody goes, oh, I wish I was part of that, you're a fucking pig all of a sudden. God, fuck you. How about, <laughs> how about this? <laughs> how about, how about I, was, uh, I was watching a movie, watching a movie one night, and the chick was, oh, this is bad. I don't condone it at all in real life. At all. Please don't say this. I don't even want to know what you're going to say. I was, all of a sudden, the girl. Just, some things can it, be kept to yourself. Hang on one second. No. Let me just say this. Did you ever see the, the girl with the dragon tattoo? No, I didn't see it. It's a fucking one of the best movies I've ever seen. Yeah, I know. I got to see it. The I feel first like a hack one. that I haven't seen it. The first one is great. The other two are good, but the first one is fucking great. But there's a scene where she's like a ward of the state and she has to go live with this guy. That was he, She has to check in with this guy. And this guy is a fucking creep. And he forces her. He forces himself on her. Or he's going to report bad to the people and she'd go back to prison or whatever. And he forces himself on her. And it's like this crazy fucked up where he, she makes him blow him. Like, not by force the first time. Not by force. She just says, look, if you don't do this, I'm going to fucking... She winds up sucking him off. Right. And, I, and, my, and Dawn's sitting there. My wife is sitting there like... This is, oh my God, what a fucking scumbag. And I literally have a pillow over my lap because my f- meat is just filling up. Going, yeah, what a fucking creep. Oh, oh geez. I'm sitting there going, yeah, she should bite his dick off right now. I, that's what, and I'm, my dick is pumping 
with just fucking huh? just guy blood. Right. Bunk, yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah. Are you going to put a pillow it? over this podcast so your wife can't hear it now? Nah, well, <laughs> because they, you know she can listen to this. She doesn't now. listen to my. She doesn't listen to anything I do. And know what your filthy fucking cock was doing. I know it's bad. It was bad. But you know, look, you you know you can't. You know that's. I think that's just a human thing. Yeah, <laughs> I love that's the best justification for anything. Hey, it's just human, dude. I can't help it. I, well, you're not on my side, though, if you didn't see that? No, stuff like that you honestly doesn't turn me on. So I don't know. I okay. didn't see the scene. But All right. I, I, I want you to see the fucking scene, and then I want you to fuck, well, you come back to me and tell me it did nothing for you. I don't like those porns where, like, they put, like, a toilet seat around the chick's head, and, like, she's, like, choking and gagging. And like, I don't know. It just doesn't turn I don't, me on. No, I don't like that, but, I mean, you know. I'm not being, like, good. I'm not being foofy. It just doesn't do anything for me. I mean, you know, the one where the, you don't like the porn where the chicks sleep in and all of a sudden a guy comes in with a mask and fucking ties her in a chair and jams his cock in her fucking That does nothing? No, because when I watch a porn, I have to relate to it and be like, this is a real situation. I do too. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) I I, I used to date a girl back in the day, a long time ago, one of the freakiest girls I've ever been with. I mean, sex, as, as sexually deviant, if not more, than me. Do you ever meet your fucking, your clone, sexual clone in life? Yep. And it's creepy? This no, girl, it's great. It's, it's great, creepy, yeah. but it, it, it creeps me out because there's a certain point sexually that you can't, when you go past it, you can't come home. It's hard to come home. And I remember I would, she lived in the basement of her mom's house. And I remember uh, she, she had this dull knife that she dulled down. And she used to have me break into her house. Jesus Christ. And she'd sleeping in her bed. And I'd have to come in and like hold it, <laughs> hold the knife on her and, and force myself on her. Not sex. Like I wouldn't fuck her, but she'd, I'd make her blow me and I'd eat her out while holding this dull blade to her neck. Yeah, Jesus it was, Christ. I know. It was crazy. And then yeah, and I can't. My chick asked me to do that once. She goes, "Can we do a rape fantasy where you break in?" I go, "Go no fucking way. I'm not doing it." Really? Yeah, I'm not doing it. Why? Because I'm just not. I don't know. I'm just. I don't. I don't like it. Well, what the fuck? What fantasies do you do? What boring <laughs> fantasies do you like? What are you, the pizza guy? I don't know. I fantasies are like I never got into that role playing shit. Maybe it's just because I never tried it. Really. I love I'm sure fucking role-playing. I'm sure if I was married or had a long-term girl and we had to spice it up, I'd be like, yeah, let's get into some goofy shit here to add a little fucking finesse. But, you know, right now I'm a single guy. It's like just banging a chick is great, you know? I'm just like, yeah, I got to bang this chick. See, that's where we differ. You know, and that's you're, you're, that's where you're, you're almost a normal guy. Even when I was single, I would get girls to role-play. I always had them fucking, you know... I, uh, nurse's outfits or fucking I, uh, I that same girl I used to have her blow my friends yeah like, I remember I set it up one night I, I used to I told my friend I go you come over and just go with whatever happens and as soon as everything's done you get the fuck out you leave he so and I talked to her about it and we were she didn't know anything we were just fantasizing about it you know she would tell me my friends that she would want to fucking go down on and blah 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 so my friend comes over, we're on the back porch, she's talking to him, she had a sundress on, and then she opened, I saw it, she opens up her legs, and he could see her, you know, pussy, and I, and, and I was kind of on this side, and she didn't know, she knew that I knew, but didn't, you know what I mean, I wasn't, 
And I remember his eyes just widened. Like he just saw a fucking cobra come out of his fucking toilet seat. And she was kind of seducing him. And then we went to the other room. And oh my God, she blew my friend. And then he was so nervous though because I really put it, you fucking leave. As soon as he was done, she blew him. He came. And as soon as she was done, he just fucking left. He was, all right, I got to go. And I was like, dude, dude. He's like, all right, bye. And he just walked out and it was kind of fucking uncomfortable, but... Yeah, you think so? <laughs> think it gets a little weird? Where your chick, you have a chick blown <laughs> I know. I've done some fucking weird shit, man. I, uh, yeah, no, I talk about this in my act, about how I'm a pervert, but I'm not a freak. Right. And this is exactly what we're talking about. I go, I go, a freak will suggest shit. <laughs> I, I won't suggest a fucking thing. I'll be a perfect gentleman, but the second you suggest it, I'll do it. So, yeah. like, I'll pull your chair out and tip my hat, give you my coat. Yeah. But as soon as you're like, that's nice, but let's do this stuff to my asshole. I'm like, yeah, let's fucking do it, you know? Uh, but you like a finger in your ass. I just need a chick to suggest it first. I need to know she's down. I'm too, mm. I'm too nervous. <clears throat> I can't put anything in my ass. I don't like the feeling of something. I like it around my ass. Uh, I like a nice finger up oh, there. I can't do it. I don't like it. Because then I, I, I throw up because I know her finger's coming out. And then I, her finger's going to have my... Yeah, make me puke. Around my ass not. I like getting it rubbed. or I, 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 like, I used to have chicks just eat my ass. I mean, lick it and then suck my balls. Uh, I, I like that, but not in... Once it goes in, the pressure, it just makes me feel... It makes me have to fart. <laughs> it just makes me... It's just uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Listening to everything we're talking about... I know. I finally understand for the first time why Seinfeld is like, you should just work clean. I know. I know. <laughs> We'd be... All right. You know what? I get it finally. Well, well, here's the thing is that people that listen to this podcast, is, I mean, look, this type of shit doesn't get really talked about. Who the fuck talks about it? I mean, yeah, there's a pod. Yeah, Obama and the fucking, you know, comedy and fucking, you know, people and fucking who gives a shit. I don't care about the world. I care about my world. That's all I give a shit about. I'm not going to vote and make a difference. Nothing's going to happen. I can't change the banks. All I can do is hustle through my life, have a couple laughs, bust a couple nuts, and fucking die. You know what I mean? All these fucking theories and fucking... I listen to these podcasts with these fucking philosophizing and fucking about this and about... Who gives a fuck? I'm dumb, okay? And, and nothing's gonna happen. Nothing. Nothing. All these cocksuckers don't change shit. It's just a bunch of people telling people how fucking smart they are. And it does nothing. And then a bunch of people listen to it going, oh, that's fucking, I agree with that. Fuck off. I like my asshole licked. That's what people really want to know. I, I just, people just want to relate to some creepy shit. That's, that's my fucking favorite shit to listen to. When somebody, you know, when you find out an actor, you know, when you see like a famous person coming out of a toilet, you're like, oh my God, he shits. He just took a shit. De Niro shits. That almost makes me feel good. You know, when you see, when you finally meet somebody and they, they, you, they, these famous people that have, oh my God, they're fucking human too. I love hearing when, you know, well, who's that actor uh, from fucking Black Hawk Down that went nuts and he had his, uh, what the fuck is that actor's name? 
don't uh, know. Um, fuck. He went nuts? Yeah, he was in Black Hawk Ethan Down. Hawk? No, not he didn't go nuts. His career just fell off the fucking... I don't know. I, I don't um, know. You know, Tom Sizemore? Tom oh, Sizemore, yeah. dude. That, when I, that fucking video of him fucking getting a dildo jammed in his asshole, I was like, oh, great. That video was the creepiest thing. I've ever seen. I loved it. I love the fact that this fucking guy was. I don't. I don't want a dildo in my asshole. I don't like a pinky in my asshole. But it's like shit. These cocksuckers right. do the same shit. They're but fucked up. John Travolta kisses guys. He's bald. So happy finding out that fucking cocksucker. This is why bald. that was creepy though, because he wasn't. In, he didn't look like a guy in control going. I like a dildo in my ass. He looked like a guy falling apart. Yeah, right. at the seams <laughs> in that video. That's what was upsetting to me. I was like, this guy when he's got the bandana on, going fuck the police. I was ah, like, yeah. what are you doing, dude? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were in heat. Yeah, you were supposed yeah. to be the next De Niro. What the fuck are you I know. doing, what man? A fuck. He's still a great actor, though. I, He's I still great. He was on an episode of It's Always Sunny Philly. I didn't even recognize uh, him because he's all weird and skinny now. Yeah. And he was fucking hilarious he's in it. He's fucking awesome. <clears throat> but I love seeing that shit. I love seeing fucking bald actors. Because we, you know, look, all these fucking people. Obama gets his cock sucked. Yeah, I'm sure he does. That's great. I'd love I love to... that he smokes. That's always been my favorite ah, thing about exa- him. He smokes. Exactly. Better point. Yeah. I had to go fucking over the edge because I'm a fucking douchebag and it proves how fucking unintelligent I am. <laughs> and you actually brought up a way better point. He smokes <laughs> cigarettes. He fucking goes around the corner of the White House, has some Secret Service light up so no little kids touring the fucking White House sees him and puffs on a Newport. That's fucking great. I love that shit. Yeah. So fuck the world. But sometimes when you meet one of your like artistic heroes it, yeah. it, that little human shit kind of ruins it like I was I, st- I there was this rapper named Cool Keith that I've been listening to since I was a, literally a kid right I fucking love him man I buy all this shit I think the guy's a fucking genius right. he's really out there he does really weird experiment but he's great right I met him one day in Katz's Deli yeah <laughs> he was just he had he was like done eating yeah and I was sitting at a table uh, with a friend of mine, and I go, dude, that's fucking cool, Keith standing right there. Right. And uh, I tap him, and I go, are you cool, Keith? And he goes, yeah, man, what's up? And he starts talking to me. Yeah. Just starts talking to me for thirty minutes. Ugh. He just standing there talking to me, and he's yeah. got a fucking piece of pastrami oh, in between his teeth, and he's got a credit card, and he's just trying to pull the fucking Ugh. pastrami out of his teeth the whole time he's talking to me. <laughs> And it literally got to the point where I was like, all right, dude, well, uh, I guess I'll see you later. I don't fucking know, I gotta man. Go. Like, <laughs> fucking wordy asshole. Oh, they suck. The it's- funniest part was I asked him about this album he had coming out, and I go, I go, you got that, uh, that it was called Mr. Nagato. I go, you got that Mr. Nagato album coming out. I'm excited, man. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, it's pretty good, man. Uh, what's his name produced it? Uh, hey, dude, who's that guy? What's his name? And uh, I literally go, I don't know. It's your fucking album, dude. <laughs> <laughs> God, Jesus Christ. It's fucking boring shit. Dude. Anyways, well, I mean, to get on a subject that is... Uh, we had the festival this week. Let's just wrap that up. Unfucking believable The movie killed. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate all the people. We appreciate all the people that fucking supported it. Uh, Cheatthemovie.com. Hit us up on Twitter, at Cheatthemovie. Um, Facebook, same shit. Uh, Keep following us because this isn't over. We're working on the script. The book is uh, is coming out next year. 
Uh, there's some other shit going on that we can't talk about. We just got accepted into Montreal. Me, you, and Billy are going to do a... Chicago. Just for that Chicago. We're not in Montreal? Well, me, you, and Billy are doing the live show in Montreal, right? the three of us, but then the movie's, movie's going to be in Chicago, Chicago, which is great. So our movie's going to be in Chicago, Just for Laughs. We're going to be at Montreal this year, Just yeah. for Laughs. And we have other shit that's coming out that we can't even talk about right now that's bigger and better than all this shit. So great shit's coming down the pike. So keep in touch with some... Uh, t- yep, keep in touch with some... <laughs> I just burped and had acid reflux at the same time. Keep in touch uh, with that shit. Um... So thank you for that. the The festival was fucking awesome. Yeah, let's thank. Uh, yeah, let, I want to thank Sharon and Ben and everybody at the festival that were that were so great oh, to us. Fucking great. Sharon's hilarious. Yeah, she yeah. told me about a magician that shit his pants. Should oh tell you that God. one? God, yeah, that, that was, was so funny. Oh, the guy was fucking doing a show for Bobby De Niro himself and had to run. <laughs> All right, you're on, and he had to run to the bathroom. He went ooh. And he ran to the bathroom because he shit himself. It's uh, fucking yeah. great. That's She's fucking one. awesome. Yeah. Um, but um, another thing this weekend, you don't give a shit. UFC 129, you know nothing about sports. Nope. Okay. Uh, <laughs> nothing. UFC? Go Huskies. Ah, Huskies. It's not a fucking... I know, I'm it's, kidding. It's fighting. It was, it was a fucking... Uh, I, uh, Machida. It's fucking hilarious. You'd actually like this. There's this new thing going in UFC. Anderson Silver, uh, his last fight, won the fight with a front leg kick. Which is just basically standing there, and it's a karate front leg kick to the jaw. Knocked the guy out. And Jesus when he was Christ. done, he thanked Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal was in the audience. And they interviewed him. He's like, yeah, I was teaching him this. And everybody was Oof. like, fuck you. Nobody, he's such an asshole. And he's got these uh, you know, yellow shooting range glasses on all the time now. And he always holds his hands over his stomach. And yeah, to cover his belly. Yeah, he's fucking talking about <laughs> yeah. how he trained him to do this. And everybody was like, whatever. This weekend, Machida, who trains with Seagal, does the same fucking kick, except this time he does the Ralph Macchio crane kick. No joke. It's on the internet. They show both clicks, clips. Ralph Macchio at the end of Karate Kid and this guy, and he leaps up, does the crane kick, same shit, in the jaw, fucking knocks him the fuck out. That's awesome. Dude, crazy. And you know what he thanks at the end? Ralph Macchio. Steven Seagal. Oh, Ralph Macchio. He should have. He, Steven Seagal. He, and he, there he is with those fucking yellow shooting range glasses on again. He's teaching these guys, supposedly, these fucking kicks. Then there's no defense. You can't defend against the front leg king. It's not coming in from the side. You can put your arm up. There's, you know what I mean? There's no defense. Unless you come in like Mike Tyson used to come in with your gloves in the front. This fucking guy... Bam! Front fucking crane kick. A leg jumped up like Ralph Macchio right in the face. Knocked him, cleaned out, chipped his fucking teeth and everything. Unfucking believable that this guy is actually teaching people the crane kick. I, I'd love to see if they're actually on a log near the ocean just fucking holding their hands up. <laughs> so I don't know what the fuck's going on in, in martial arts. i got to start watching UFC. I, it's, that's pro- I'd probably be into it. I just never watched it. Yeah, well, you can go to... Uh, you can actually go to... I'll give you some websites. Uh, MMATKO.com ha- has all the fights on it. You can actually see the uh, video of him kicking uh, uh, with the Karate Kid. They show the GIF 
of the two videos side by side. It's really hilarious. And they show, uh, what's his name going, take the leg out or sweep the leg. They show him yeah. first sweep in the, the video. Sweep the leg, Mr. Lawrence. So, uh, yeah, com or uh, MMAfighter.com. Two websites that have a bunch of shit if you want to go to it. Ariel Hawani, fucking great. Uh, it's So if you want to learn about uh, MMA, and this is how I find out about fighters I don't know or watch fights that I need to see to keep up on it, uh, MMATKO.com or, or MMAfighter.com are two great websites that have great interviews. The interview with uh, Steven Seagal... Uh, is up on uh, MMAfighter.com. Ariel Hawani did it. It was fu- It's really interesting to watch, right. um, just to check it out. Um, so, yeah, this weekend was great. George St. Pierre and fucking Jake Shields. I knew, I said he was going to win, and I, I actually said it. I forget who I said it to. He was going to win. Boring, you know, f- decision. I knew it was going to be a decision all the way because nobody wants to fucking takes him down, all the bullshit. They were very disappointed. But uh, Machida kicked ass, and uh, uh, Jose Aldo fucking that was just the best fight ever I guess I haven't seen it yet because I was on stage but uh, 55,000 people showed up in Toronto Holy to see shit. the fight that's that's back in the day shit that's great. that's from fucking you know when Ali used to fight type shit or Tyson used to fight you know where that many people were in an arena Holy to see shit. a fight yeah so uh, I love that that happened uh, great fights this weekend I think uh, I lost uh Nate Diaz lost the Diaz, which I, I guess he got his ass whooped. But uh, I heard that all the fights were great. Undercards were fucking awesome, which is usually the case because those guys are fighting for a paycheck. Usually the guys on the upper cards, you know, they just don't want to lose the money they have. Sometimes that happens, but uh, unfucking believable. Uh, and uh, I was at Parlor Live this weekend. I, don't, I did a podcast the other day with an unbelievable club. One of my new favorite clubs. You get a chance to work there. Right. Seattle is went from the shittiest comedy a few years ago right. to the some of the best comedy clubs. I got to check that place out. I'd love to go out there. Yeah, Seattle. Shows. It looks great. Yeah, Seattle was yeah. great. Oh, well, let me talk real quick. Yeah. Plug something that I thought was very cool. Yeah. If you're a fucking horror movie fan. Yeah. Eli Roth, who made Hostel. Yeah. It's one of the best, one of my favorite horror movies ever. Right, yeah. Uh, well, I, mean, I don't even really call it a horror movie, but I love that flick. Um, he's got a new movie coming out. Billy's girlfriend showed me the trailer. Yeah. It's called Clown. Yeah. Go to YouTube and search Eli Roth Clown, this fucking horror movie. Really? I have not been excited about a horror movie like this since I can't even remember. Right. It, it is old school it looks so fucking scary and creepy. It's hard to make a horror you movie. You want to know what now. it's about? Yeah, go ahead. There's a spoiler alert, so if you don't want to know what it's about and you just want to watch it, don't listen to this. I next don't know. Part. Wait a minute. It's going to spoil the whole movie? No, it's just the trailer because okay. part of the, what's cool about the trailer is the reveal. Yeah, stay right there on the mic too. Stop going. But in if you don't want it, so if you don't want to know what the little twist in the trailer is, whatever, don't yeah. listen to this part. But it starts out. It's a, it's a kid's birthday party. Yeah. And uh, it shows the dad on the phone. Going, what do you mean you can't make it? You're the cl- the clown. I hired you, man. Yeah. And the clown's not going to make it. He hangs up and he goes to the kid, and the ca- kid's like, "When's the clown going to get here, daddy?" And he's like, "He'll be here, son. He'll be here." Then it shows the dad in the basement of the house opening up this box with a clown suit. Yeah. He puts it on. Yeah. So I'm like, at first, like, what is the dad going to pretend he's the clown, but he's a psycho or some shit? Yeah. I see where this is going. Fucking wrong. Cuts later. To that night, he's in the bathroom. His wife's in the bedroom. She's like, what are you doing in there? He's still in the fucking clown suit. 
Yeah. She goes, where did you even find that clown suit? He goes, baby, the makeup's not coming off. I can't get the fucking makeup off. Then it shows him taking, like, with the clown hair cut off. He goes, every time I cut it off, it grows back again. I can't take the fucking costume off. And this guy slowly starts to change into this fucking monster clown. Really? And then there's this clip at the end where he's in the basement in the shadows. Yeah. And his wife is like, sweetie, sweetie. And he's like, don't look at me. And he's all fucking like a deformed clown. Dude, I was like, this fucking movie is going to rule. It's right. so fucking creepy. Right. Old school monster. Ah, I can't wait. I love horror movies. Check so it out. That's my uh, it? MMA. <laughs> it is really your yeah. fucking movies. Um, <clears throat> my favorite horror movie of all time, one of them, is High Tension. Loved it. You ever see it? I never saw High Tension because uh, I, you know, I, I saw a lot of the other movies, the slasher movies that came out around that time. I didn't. I'm not a big slasher guy. I like uh, Michael Myers, and I like, but I, you know, I was always a more supernatural guy. I was always more a little more Nightmare on Elm Street than I was. Yeah, I'm, I'm more realistic. I'm more you know, Stranger in the I House. I like slashers because I like it being based in reality. It's like Patrice gave me the best example of, of good movies, Batman, this one, the last one, because they explained why all his shit worked. Right. That's what makes it good. They explained where the Batmobile comes from. Dude, wouldn't this cocksucker, how does he make it? How do you make a fucking jet mobile in the fucking mansion? You know, no, his company. Uh, so it explains that. That's why I like my my horror movies based in reality, or I like it paranormal, fucking demons and Satan and all. That's that my shit. favorite shit. Yeah. Which, See, what's weird is I like the superhero shit when it's a little more realistic, yeah. which is why I love those Batman movies. But with horror movies, I like the way I heard it put best was with guys that remade Nightmare on Elm Street yeah. were saying they go the reason that Freddy Krueger is so scary is because it's inevitable right. you're f eventually going to have to sleep and he's going to get you right. I like when it's that slasher movies take me out of that because I'm like well this is just a fucking crazy guy right. that if they could kill him if they shot him he'd be dead right. you know what I mean like ex but which is why I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre because Texas Chainsaw Massacre takes it to this point where it's like Oh, this sick fucking family runs the whole town. Right. You can't get away from this. You're fucked. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, I like it more when it's like that. When it, Like, I watch Wolf Creek. I was like, all right, so this Aussie fucking, you know, uh, Crocodile Dundee guy's a psycho. Yeah. And he's got him. There's like eight times in that movie where they could have just shot this motherfucker and killed him. But High Tension's don't. good because it's, it's literally kind of serial killer shit, which I like. And it's this guy gets people in positions where there's nobody around. And he, you know, kidnaps him. And, and the twist at the end is a kind of little, there's a twist, a real big twist at the end. And you're like, you got to be shitting me. Some people get it, though. And some people, you know, which ruins the fucking movie. But some, I didn't get it. And it was good for me. But, I like uh, Seven. That's a good series. Yeah, Seven's a great fucking movie. Yeah. But that's not really a horror movie. It's more of no. like a crime drama type thing. There's a lot, you know, it's more like cops getting the bad guy. Um, but, you know, I like the paranormal stuff. I love Demons. You know, I just saw the movie, uh, what was it, Right or something like that? With, uh, the Right with Anthony right, Hopkins. Yeah. Was that yeah, good? It was all right. I mean, it was there was some creepy shit. It was okay. But again, it didn't end. They just they can't get the ending on these horror movies. They can't. They bring you there. Like, the, the you know, the, the, even the exorcism. It's like you do a movie on an exorcism, go all the way. Go. The you have, one, to, you have to go past. The last exorcism fucking sucked at the end. Because they didn't, they had you. And they let you go because they made it where it's not real. You had exorcisms are real. You have to keep it real, somewhat. 
You can have shit fly around. You can have the bed go up and down. You can do all that shit, but you can't make a little red baby come out of a chick's pussy. Uh, a jello red baby. Is that baby. what happens at the Yeah, end? it's fucking stupid. I'll spoil it for you. <laughs> fucking just saved yourself fucking rental fees. <laughs> fucking stinks. But, uh... I like the original Exorcist. That's my favorite of course. horror movie ever. But if you're going to make an Exorcist movie, you have to go above <laughs> and beyond that. Which is hard to do. You can't. Yeah. No, you can. You can. They could would never it. let you do it now. They would never let you do it. You could do it. You could fucking do it. You just got to have... You, you got to let that motherfucker be that demon. Let that demon fucking... Instead of the demon being on the bed, let that mother... What if that demon... Demon. Demon. You're putting a D, D on the end. Sorry, demon <laughs> fucking walked around the house or got outside. You know, what if that fucker went down into the living room and went into the kitchen? You could do it. You could definitely do it. Right. And then, you know, she goes outside and fucking goes, walks the streets and then becomes regular, and then gets a guy in an alley, and she's the fucking devil again. I don't know, something. Look at us trying to fucking recreate it. But anyway, we got to, uh, this is, uh, the podcast is going on way too fucking long. Right. Um, uh, it was, uh, again, fucking DeRosa, thanks for doing this with me. A lot of people thanks like when you're me. on with me. I actually like it. Maybe we'll start doing this together a little more. Um, I'm going to try to do this once a week. Uh, make sure you subscribe on iTunes. Uh, if you get this on the app, uh, go to iTunes and subscribe anyways. Uh, make sure you write a review. The reviews have been fucking great. Thanks for those putting those up there. Uh, those do matter. Uh, you know, don't put the fucking dicky reviews up there because uh, that does matter because people read that and fucking and don't check it out. But uh, the ones who have left reviews, thanks. Uh, I'm going to try to do this once a week. I hope the sound quality is a little better. And uh, that's about it. Uh, spread the word. The You Know What Dude podcast. Joe DeRosa comedy.com correct mm -hmm. and you can hit him up at Joe DeRosa Comedy at Joe DeRosa Comedy on Twitter and you know me RobertKellyLive.com and all that bullshit so uh, that's it you got any questions email me at RKFan at RobertKellyLive.com I'll be doing another podcast uh, this week uh, answer any of your fucking dumb questions uh, and that's about it I'll see you later thanks yeah thanks Joe thanks Joe <laughs> Joe you know